From Islamic Finance News, the world's leading Islamic finance news provider, this is IFN Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of IFM Podcast. My name is Vanita Tan, the Managing Editor of Islamic Finance News. And today we are very happy to be having the Lord Mayor of the City of London, um, Alderman Peter Esland, here with us today to talk about Islamic Finance in the UK. Thank you so much, Lord Mayor, for being with us here today. It's a pleasure to be doing this podcast with you. So this time last year, we were also here in the Mansion House for the 2018 UK Islamic Finance Week. And um, we spoke to the previous Lord Mayor, Sir Charles Bowman, who is a very strong advocate for Islamic Finance. Um, so it, it seems that the level of support for Islamic finance still continues to this day. Why is Islamic finance so important for the UK and the City of London in particular? I think really for, for two things. Uh, one is it, it's, a, it's a great strength of the, of the city and the UK already. I mean, we're the largest uh, um, uh, Western um, economy supporting uh, Islamic finance. But it's actually the long-term potential. If one looks at the underlying elements of Islamic finance, the principle-based elements of it, they are principles that are resonating more and more with investors uh, and, and with the broader society. Uh, and so from, from a perspective of whether we're looking at environmental issues or social issues or governance issues, you know, the ESG sort of style of investment, those resonate really strongly uh, with, uh, with, with people. And so therefore we want to continue to pioneer and innovate in this and to deliver solutions that meet those, those needs. For years, um, London has been seen, or the UK has been seen as the undisputed leader uh, for Islamic finance in the Western world. I think of recent that may have come to question because of Brexit and whatnot. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I think we remain the undisputed uh, leader uh, in, in many angles, in both in terms of sheer scale of volume, whether it's the number of sukuks that are listed on the London Stock Exchange, whether it's the number of Sharia-compliant banks uh, that we have uh, here in London, both UK banks but international banks. Uh, so in terms of uh, the scale of growth, I mean, that growth is only going to grow. And given London's preeminence in fintech, in green finance, in all of the emerging areas of, of product capability, so it's really building on that strength and building into those new areas where we're also at strength as well. Over the last year, how, how has Islamic finance grown in the UK? Like, are we seeing a lot more players, a lot more um, interest, at a global scale also? Because we see a lot, a lot of UK companies actually abroad um, uh, advancing Islamic finance. So, I mean, I think in terms of the, uh, the shift and change, I mean, the actual growth rates um, are around about 6-7% per annum. I mean, we've seen that consistently over the last, uh, l- last five years. Uh, but the nature of growth is shifting more into a broader product base. So whether it's Takaful with the insurance, so that started in the UK market in 2014, but is getting bigger and bigger. There's more product offering and more, more need for that. We're seeing more fintechs. So in terms of fintechs uh, in uh, uh, in the UK, I mean, we've got 1,600 fintechs uh, it, more broadly, but of that, we're seeing a growing population uh, of Islamic fintechs. Uh, and that's something that the UK wants to partner, whether it's with Malaysia, with, with, with the Gulf, with Indonesia. Uh, and that's what I've been traveling in those markets, really to boost that connectivity. So to my mind, I mean, it, it's something that I think that we're seeing growing rapidly um, across the, the, the global marketplace, not least because 
we have uh, uh, only 6% of global assets are Sharia compliant compared to you know, 12% of the population. So you've got that natural imbalance. So that means there's a growth opportunity. Uh, and we have deep pools of liquidity. We've got uh, support from the exchanges, whether it's on the bond side, whether it's on, on the equity side. We've got a government who's already issued one sovereign to cook, in fact, the first. They're about to do another. So it's all of these components in the marketplace that is actually being attractive, not only, as I say, to UK institutions, but also to international institutions to operate from here. Now you mentioned Islamic fintech, which is very interesting. And we're actually seeing... Um other countries like Malaysia, Indonesia, or even Dubai, really, Bahrain even, really um, aggressively moving forward and wanting to position themselves as an Islamic fintech hub. Do you think UK can play that role? So I think, I think it can. And I think this is where the UK um, has, has a role to play in the sense that it has that depth of expertise. It's connected to all the other components of the financial markets. But it is, it is a role that needs to partner with other countries, uh, and hence my, my own personal visits um, and our ongoing visits to places like Malaysia and Indonesia. In fact, I'm meeting with uh, the governor of the Bank of Malaysia in, in a few minutes' time. And, and it's all part and parcel of, clearly, the marketplace, I mean, the scale of, uh, of Islamic need um, is across the globe in those markets, Malaysia, Gulf, uh, Indonesia, increasingly in Africa. Uh, and so whilst the product development and some of the expertise and creation might come from the UK where we've got that wealth of expertise, the actual distribution clearly needs to engage with a broader population. And so it's that partnership that becomes the critical component going forward. So tell us what can we expect um, you know, from you from the City of London over the next 12 to 18 months um, with relation to Islamic finance? So I think you'll see uh, a number of stances. I mean, firstly, with the support from government, uh, I see uh, seeing uh, another um, sovereign to cook being issued, which again gives a further benchmark to the marketplace. Secondly, uh, I, I, th I see through our institutions, particularly like the London Stock Exchange, being increasingly welcome to listing more and more to cook, both uh, on, on this sort of the broader equity side, but also the, the bond side. But then in terms of product, uh, and if I pick, say, two, I mean, green finance and fintech, I mean, green finance as sustainable infrastructure financing is becoming, as I said, more and more desirable. More and more investors are keen to ensure that um, if they're making investments, they're into sustainable financing. And that naturally fits very, very well with Sharia-compliant assets. So in terms of developing that product base, what we're seeing now is more and more banks um, start to design uh, Sharia-compliant investment that not only meets the needs for sustainable infrastructure, but actually meets the specific needs for Sharia compliance. So I see that, that as one significant avenue. Uh, and through our Green Finance Institute, we have a particular lens of that uh, to help drive that. But secondly, as I mentioned, around, uh, around fintech. So, I mean, again, London now has established itself as the global leader in fintech. Uh, it, you know, we're not arrogant about that. It, it's, a, it's a position made up of, um, you know, some 70,000 uh, professionals here. But, you know, 40-odd percent of those professionals are international. So it's a very, a very international mix. And again, we're liaising uh, through regular dialogue with other countries to partner, to create that expertise, to leverage incubators and accelerators here. Uh, and, you know, frankly, I mean, the, the scale of innovation is, is, is brilliant. It's, it's startling. Um, it, in fact, you know, it, it, 
it almost defies one's imagination. I mean, actually, and that's the point. I mean, if you can imagine it, you can then deliver it. And that's what we're seeing. And we've got a regulator who's very supportive of, of doing that. And, of course, we're not just talking about pure banking. We're talking about insurance. We're talking about asset management. We're talking about saving for your future, your pensions. However you describe it, all of that. So that's where I see us um, over the next year when we have, for example, this conference next year, I, see, I will see you know, a, a whole series of, of, uh, of businesses developing new product. Do you think we'll ever see a green circuit of the UK? Uh, almost certainly. I mean, it's just a question of timing and it's a question of, of where that money will then be invested. But it, it's, it's also the practicalities of it. I mean, for example, one of, um, one of the Gulf's uh, largest banks has set up um, Greenhouse uh, Bank here in the UK, and that's supporting um, you know, property investment in the northeast of England, uh, northwest of England, uh, and that's been extremely successful. So it's not just sort of UK businesses reaching out, it's, effect, it's international businesses reaching in even into the UK market, which has got a growing Muslim population. Excellent. Thank you so much, Lord Mayor, for sharing with us your thoughts. Thank you very much. Really enjoyed it.